All right, the Avs lose an ugly one over the weekend, 8-4 to four against the Florida Panthers. We'll discuss that. And Shaggy wants to bring up some stats that he has, specifically about the goalie position, which is all the talk right now in Avalanche world. So we'll get into that and a lot more on today's episode of Locked on Avalanche coming at you. You're Locked on Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli. With me, as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. Thank you for tuning in, making it your first listen of the day. That is always appreciated. Make sure you're following us on our social media outlets, LOP and underscore Avalanche on Twitter, X Locked On Avalanche. On Instagram, threads, questions, comments, concerns, and opinions, LockdownAvalanche at gmail.com. And make sure you're following us on our YouTube channel. Hit subscribe, get notified when a new show goes live. And make sure you are subscribed to our subtext as well. Link to that is in the show notes below. When you do, you chat with Kyle and I one-on-one. We get your opinions on everything Avalanche that we share on this very show. Um, Bruins are up next for the Avalanche in this this hell week, I guess we can call it, or this hell stretch. <laughs> um, so uh, we'll discuss that a little bit later. Um, we'll get to some some stats that Kyle wanted to bring up, but we're just going to discuss the game. It happened a couple of days ago, so you know it's it's uh, you, you might not want to discuss it right now. Just is it too late it to call in sick? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it it was it was bad, and then it was good, and then it was bad again. Um, and in the end, it was eight to four that you you lose this thing. Two two empty netters make the the final score inflated a little bit. But hey, eight goals against you is eight goals against you. Um, I don't know. Like I think this is just one that you, that you you. I want to say you can take like some good in it that you came back very very quickly. That it was it was a rough first period. Prosvitov just did not have it. Um, and and then you know you you score three goals to tie it up in the first four and a half minutes of the second, and you're like, okay, this is here we go. And then he gives up another one, and that's when he's pulled. Georgiev comes in, and he lets up a couple, you know, and and it's just more goalie problems for the Avalanche right now, and that is the focus because I feel like everything else is going pretty well. Your offense is fine, your your, your defense is is playing fine overall goalie right now is the glaring point for the avalanche and you can't deny that you can't understate that and you know and i i don't know if you happen to catch devon and his comments after the game Mm -hmm. kind of they they struck me and they rung with me and they've been sitting on my just between my ears all weekend he said it's not about being the best team like tonight it's over 82 games it's hard to do right it's very dismissive and that first period is not something you don't want to be dismissive like this is oh you're all right fire away no it, it's it's just that first period it's probably the worst period the avalanche have registered all year and you don't want to instantly dismiss it as yeah you can't be the best team every night like no like you saw how you reacted in just a short period of time in that second period. You had a chance. There were multiple times that you brought this together. Mm-hmm. Yes, you you kind of shot yourself in the foot with the effort from top down. Um, 
didn't mind the effort so much. I thought the effort was there. It was just you got behind so quickly. And I think this was going to be like if, if the Avs never did that. If the Avs never did the the, the three goals in, in five or less than five minutes, um, they were going to leave Prosvitov on an, out on an island. Like this was his game. They needed to give Georgiev a day off. He's been playing too much. He did like nine games in a row, I think it was. Um, and and the fact that they came back and then he gives up another one, I think Jared Benner was like, well, we're in this thing now. So he clearly doesn't have it. We're in this. Let uh, we, we we're if we're gonna try to win this thing, which we we ha- we want to do. That's that's what you're you you, you play to win the game, uh, Herm Edwards. But you you know you, so you bring him in. And I mean, he does better. He does better than Prosvitov. But now the question looms: like you need a, a a two goalie system in this league now. It's just how it how it's run. We'll get into like you know the the stats that you have and things like that in a minute. But where this game really turned was in the third, and it was a full two minute five on three for the Panthers, and it was a high sticking call. Um, followed by a Logan O'Connor uh, delay of the game. And, and you know, but the, the high sticking was on Colton, Ross Colton. And it's a, a two minute, it were actually, it was a four minute major, minor, excuse me, four, double minor. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about that because I don't understand, I didn't understand why this has happened now two games in a row for the Avalanche where they get called for a double minor. There's no blood on the play from the player and then they go and review it and they keep it at a two or a double minor. Um, Kyle Keith from the altitude network seems to be as confused. A lot of people are confused. You're seeing a lot of people on social media. Like this has happened now two games in a row. Like we've always been under the impression, like there's blood. That's an extra two minutes. Like that's the common thread of why it's the difference between a two minute and a four minute. And um, someone put up on Kyle Keefe's. They, they they posted him, and they they have a screenshot of the re, the the rule book. Her name's Leah Leah Engstman, who po- posted this. I want to give her credit for it. Um, and this is within the rule book. She she said this might be the reason, might be, but I think she's onto it. Uh, she's onto something here. And it says the linesman must stop play immediately and report to the ref referees when it is apparent that an injury has resulted from a high stick that has gone undetected by the referees and requires the assessment of a double minor penalty. What? (laughs) So you are giving a double minor penalty automatically because you missed a call? Make sense of this for me. I I don't understand. Like I, I didn't know that was a thing. And this is like, you know, the, the depths of the NHL rule book that like that is insanity. And I'm not even talking about Ross Colton's play in, in general. I'm talking about that rule. You're telling me because a ref missed a call and, and the linesman saw it, they stop play and it immediately goes to a double minor. Why? And then you review it and you keep it at that. But I, I, I cannot for the life of me figure this out. Why? I don't know. And you're muted. I can't hear you. Okay. No, go, go ahead. Go ahead. It's one of those situations that even veteran series, like veteran referees, seasoned referees, it's one of those. If you miss a call, even the linesman should know this. 
just let it go and you could catch it you've seen makeup calls you've seen you'll catch them on the other side like yeah. honestly unless there mm-hmm. is blood that's usually mm-hmm. like you that's seen. usually what it is that like that that is what we have been seasoned to to accept that if there is blood there then it's a double fine yeah fine but wh- where is this because you missed it the penalty gets upgraded why is that the upgrade the, the upgrade is because you missed the call it yeah. makes zero sense to me why that is the rule and then you go review it for and how, how do you how do you low like why isn't it lowered then if you're going to review it and you don't see blood you didn't see blood when you you went to him there was a high stick there's no blood you call the double minor because you missed it which makes zero sense and then you go review it and you keep it at a a double minor even though there's no blood none of this makes sense to me none of it none of it so why even review it and honestly, as a linesman, why are you usurping the authority of the, just the, the referee? Ref? Like, uh, you're, well, I think you're the sabotaging the, the game. I think because if a player goes down, and 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 it, and it, it, from what I understand, this is just for high sticking. This is not just all penalties yeah. in general. So from from a high sticking, and if a player goes down, he's injured. They stop play just for the safety of the players. I get that. So the linesman goes to the ref and says, "You missed that one." And they go, okay, double minor. <laughs> like, that's literally what they do. I'm smacking my head here. And I, I, I don't, I, for the life of me, and, and it played a huge factor. Because now, if you want to get to the game part of that, like, I'm just talking about the rule in general is dumb. And now, yeah. if you want to get back to this game, it played a huge role because now, and then, you know, Logan O'Connor does the one thing he just shouldn't be doing. He's, he's our best penalty killer. And I think he was just, you know, when you're on a double minor, like you, you want to get clears as quickly and as fast as possible. And I think that's all he was trying to do. And it's just one of those things where it went flying. Someone got injured in the, in the stands too, with that, which I haven't heard if, you know, the outcome of that, but hopefully that person's okay. But, you know, and that now you have full two minutes, five on three and man, that was just going to be a challenge that, you know, they, they didn't overcome that. And, and that really turned the tide out. That really, I mean, that's four minutes gone. Um, and it was just, it, it was tough to come back for it. was tough to come back anyway, because Florida is a good team, but when you're playing from behind like that, so much, yeah, the, the goalie problems, the, the, the double minor, and then the five on three, like too many things add up. And when you're playing against good teams like Florida, it's tough to, to come back on, on all of those kind of miscues that you had throughout the game. Yeah. I think we could summarize that Florida game is just, you did all the wrong things. And you can't overcome it. Like, even one for four on the power play. Like, you had opportunities to fix this. And it just just did not happen. So you did everything wrong, and this is what happens. So more to talk about, obviously, with this game, and especially the goaltending. Should Prosbatov even have been in net to start anyway against a team like Florida? It was it just, uh, you know, they they wanted to get him in because they had to give Yorgiev some rest. They had to give him a game, get him in. Um, did not go as planned. So where do we go from here? Kyle's got some stuff he wants to bring up, uh, and we're going to do all of that coming up next. First, we're going to hear from Game Time and the Game Time app, and you shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event because Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer last-minute deals, all-in pricing, views from your seats, and the best price guarantee 
game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. And I always love a new year, Kyle, because then you're starting to get, you know, that that's when you, you get those announcements for tours coming in the area and then you're, you're hearing some now. So uh, I, I cannot wait till the summertime and the nice weather comes and uh, use this game time app for any and all shows in your area. So download the game time app, create an account, use the code locked on for $20 off of your first purchase terms apply again, create an account and redeem the code locked on L O C K E D O N for $20 off game download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. So let's focus in on, uh, goalies and, and defense here. Um, we talked about Prosvitov and, and what, what, you know, what is this going to look like for the avalanche? I don't know what the solution is here because I don't feel like you at this stage in the game, if the avalanche were not where they are in the standings, I think you, you, you probably would have seen a change already from the top. I'm talking about Georgiev. If, if he, if the ads were not like they're, they're what one, two points out of the top spot in the entire league, they were not there. I think a change is made. Maybe. But where they are, like he's he's not going anywhere. They're not going to trade him. Um, I think the 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 and I think they have faith in him still. I think they have faith that he can figure this out. I think the backup is where you see some movement here, and a lot of people are calling for Eustace to come on up. Um, I don't know if that solves the problem. He's not really ready, uh, but something needs to be done there. Something needs to be done in the backup, and something needs to be done with Yorgiev. He's just got to play better. But what what do you think you got going on here, my friend? It's funny that you mention this Yorgiev character. What is everything? That, what is this? The one stat everybody likes to talk about when we talk about Alexander Yorgiev? It's the well, just goalies and generals. It's well, it's wins and save percentage. Sure, he's he's got he's got thirty two wins, Chris. He's the top of the league with thirty two wins. But UC Soros has thirty one. That. So what what are we championing? Uh, well, here? no, he he doesn't have thirty. He can't have thirty-one wins. There's you no way Zorro? he's got thirty. Your give. No, he's no, only got. Your give has. He's got thirty-two. There's no way. Let me he's only played. Let me. Let me, let me hold on. Go ahead. We got go ahead. right here. We just came off nine in a row. Mm-hmm. For your give. Right. You want to know who has the most goals against? As a uh who is it uh that'd be uh let's see 95 goals against alexander oh Georgia. he's got yeah 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 yeah. so yeah. wow that's 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 also a stat puts you right up there at the top but he's he's sitting at 11 when it 11th in the league now also he's when you're thinking of the stats and the totality there hasn't been just flat 32 goalies. This rattles off into about a 47 goalies that have started in the NHL this year so far. Mm-hmm. Let's go down to uh save percentage mm-hmm. with an 895. That Which puts him good. at 42. Yeah. 40. That's not good. And how about goals against average? 2.98. Mm-hmm. That puts him at 29th. In the league, mm-hmm. okay. So all of the it's Yorgia's problem. 
congratulations. I just gave you some stats, but not so fast, my friend. Mm-hmm. Who's in Who's in front of him? The defense, oh, right? When it comes to defense, the plus minus. I'm just putting this out here. This is not a gospel stat. This is just a relative in your ear stat. Mm-hmm. Taze has a plus nine. Your first Colorado Avalanche defenseman with a plus minus that puts him at 31. Kale McCarr has a plus eight. That puts mm-hmm. him at 38th in the league. That means there are 30 better defenders with a plus minus. That means they're not out there for goals. I have right. One more. Yeah. Uh huh. On ice goal against with even strength. Mm hmm. Taze has given up 41 goals on even strength, which puts him at 17th. Okay. Bo Byram, 36. That puts him at 37th. And Kale McCarr mm-hmm. has given up 35, which puts him at 41st. There's yeah. your tandem. There is the leak in the ship. That's where the problem is. But the Avs both... lead the league in, in, in uh, defensive points. <laughs> And which is great, which is great. That's the offensive side of things. But on the defensive side, I mean, it, it's it hasn't been perfect. I just no. want to 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 clean up something like because I think you had games played missed with uh wins because Georgiev is 33 games played and Thank Saros you. is 31 games played and and Georgiev is I think 20 20 or 21 wins on the season. So yeah, you. but you know, he 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 is he is leading the league in wins, it's it's amazing. He's leading Great. the league in wins, but when you look at the stats, it's not like he's getting bailed out. That's flat out what that means. You're so, relying like, on overscoring. Like we're talking about how great it is that Mika Rantanen is playing as he is, Val Nachushkin playing like he is, Nathan McKinnon on a complete, just unreal level of play. That is the only reason the Avalanche are where they are right now. It's not, you're not getting that help from the depth. Line two through four, they're not bailing you out of anything. The defense is not certainly not helping you out in the least. Granted, they could score goals. That's great. That's what the forwards should do. They should also be helping in the disbursement of goals. I'm feeling like, you know, your your forwards, for the most part, you have some problems there too. Like, like Ryan Johansson is just, he's just not working out, I feel like. I don't like we always when when he scores a goal or or he 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 plays relatively decent we all want to do have that feeling of like we do with the abs as a whole of oh maybe he's turned the corner and then he'll just follow it up with three or four just like where is he or just yeah. plays where you're just like man like maybe this team is just his not his style um I don't know man like uh, Jonathan Drouin has, has completely turned the corner but I think Jonathan Drouin is 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 kind of made for how this team plays. And after seeing Ryan Johansson, it just seems like he has lost a step or maybe the avalanche speed just makes it look that way. Um, but I, I, I don't know, man. Like I'm I'm kind of souring a little bit on Ryan Johansson. Um, so I think like forward wise, you're happy. Overall, you are happy with the forwards. Sure, there's some outliers there. Ryan Johansson's one defense is like middle of the road it's it, it it's like a bend don't break like they're, do, they're times are doing well you, yeah times are not do, they're doing poorly 
But overall, I think they're they're middle of the road. They should be higher than that with who they have, but they're kind of middle of the road. And then goaltending is like, you know, bottom of the barrel right now. And and that maybe that's really harsh to say that. I don't want to say, <laughs> but it, it's so you have like three different tiers. Forwards are up here. Defense is in the middle. Goalies are on the bottom. And just imagine, just imagine if you had just what Georgiev was doing last year, if he carried that over into this year so far, this team would be so far ahead of everybody in the standings, it would be the Bruins of last year. And but this I would is like, what poor goaltending can do for a team. I would like to raise you one little fact. Um, you say the forwards are up here. Let's just be real. This is line one. Like Drew and Nuchushkin, you could sw- well, swap them in and out. Ross Colton yeah. hasn't scored since December seventeenth. I mean, but December he was 11th, in, he mixes and, it up though. He he's in and, there. He he almost had that goal. They almost had that tip. Like he's I get it. I get it. That's true. But go ahead. And Miles Wood hasn't scored since the seventeenth. It's Miles Wood since the seventeenth. Ross Colton since December eleventh. Um, a goal. Fine. And 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 right. And a goal. And and you want that? You want them to to score a goal? Yes. I get that. I get that. But I mean, we just talked about Miles Wood. Um, against I think it was a St. Louis game where he was just all over the place. Like he he's, you know, he's noticeable. Colton, I mean, he's noticeable. Like you're getting play out of. He's sure you want him to score a little bit more, make up for lack of some I, other guys. But I bring that overall. up because like everybody wants to talk about defensemen who could score. I would like to talk about forwards who actually score. Like. Mm-hmm. You can't have like four. You got to have them doing their basic job and the extras, you know, on top of their job. You can't have like just an offensive defenseman and they don't play defense or a forward no, that plays everything right. but score goals. You gotta, right. you gotta bring it back to the middle. Yep. Um, all right. Subtext has some thought, well, some comments on uh, the goalie situation and some uh, Bruin predictions as well. So uh, let's take a quick break, and we will get to that right after this. Right now, we're going to hear from FanDuel, the NFL regular season. It's it's wrapped up, Kyle. It's done. How you feeling? Are, are you happy with with the season? Or, or what a ride! Yeah, it always it is. was the last ride. Another season, the Broncos missed the playoffs. It's got to end at some point. But uh, yeah, the NFL season is wrapping up. But you can still get in on the action because the playoffs are here. So you can get that with uh, FanDuel, America's number one sports book. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you play a $5 bet. That's a $150 bonus bet in your account, win or lose. The app is very easy to use. And there's many different ways to bet like this live same game parlay, make a parlay in the parlay hub. And it's the best way to find all those popular parlays i'm terrible at those i'm just terrible at betting in general so i just don't do it uh but so you can visit fanduel.com slash locked on and make your first bet what a hole in one. Oh, another hole in one i love it so fanduel is the official partner of the nfl All right, let me jump on over to our subtext people here. We'll kind of get their thoughts on uh, the Yorgiev stuff um, and just the goaltending in general. Keegan, uh, I think the app should send Prozvatov down, call up Eustace Ananen, uh, and give Georgie a break. Uh, Yorgiev clearly, need, clearly needs some time off to find his game. I don't think the ads would send him down. No, they would absolutely not send him down. Um, 
over Prosvetov because Georgiev is their number one. He definitely is. Anunin has a 905 save percent in his last 10 games. It would be nice to see how he can handle himself uh, at the NHL level. Again, definitely start Georgia against Boston. I, I would think they would. Um, I think Boston game will be back and forth slugfest, but in the end, Avs take it six to five in overtime. And he says game winner by Nuke. Why no game winner by McKinnon? I mean, that just seems to be his his forte right now. Um, true. No, the, there's no way on earth Georgiev gets sent down. Um, <clears throat> I think people are, you know, that Anunin bringing him up, I, I, I wouldn't be against that. I'm not either. Um, but, you know, I don't really look at the stats. And he said he had a 905 in his last 10. Uh, to me, throw that out the door. That's not NHL level. Like, okay. I mean, if you're sure. saying like he's playing well down there, which, you know, is deserve, if he if that's the argument that he's, he's making, okay, fine. Like he's playing well enough where in, in the level he's at to warrant bringing him up. Okay, fine. Um, and I think they, they, they were going to give him a shot at the beginning of the year. I think he was their guy. And then when Profsatov was just on waivers from, from Arizona, they were like, well, he's got a little bit more experience, so we'll go with him. Um, but at this point, what what could hurt, man? Yeah. What's the downside of it? There I don't really think I, there is. I, I, I feel like this is the move that needs to be made. And it's odd that they haven't, I mean, unless they're going to announce this in the morning, if they announce it at all. I mean, maybe they won't, wouldn't even do it knowing that he's not going to, He's not playing against the Bruins, so what's the point? I don't know. I don't know what the thinking is, but again, I if they make a, a trade, it's not you're not going to get rid of Georgiev. You're not going to do that. It, like he he is their guy. He's the one that they're going to rally behind, and and they're going to let him. They're going to give him the entire year to figure it out. I'm sorry, like that's just what's going to happen. I do not see them trade. You can't make a trade. When you're in the position that you're in as the Avalanche, you can't make a trade for for a, a brand new starting goalie um, and be in the position that you're in, in in terms of the standings. I just don't think that that's a, the thing that a team is going to do. Well, the conversation is one that could be had closer to the deadline. Of like bringing today, in a backup, sure, but I just don't. It, I think that's a worse time to do it because now you only have what a month and a half for that guy to 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 be the number one guy. For well, if you're going to upper echelon team, that's you, that's a lot on that guy's shoulders, whoever that might be. Well, you're putting a lot of stress on the team with somebody who's carrying an eight twenty eight sure. save percentage. Absolutely, you're right. Yeah, uh, Vargar. I'd love to say the solution to the goaltending's in to the goaltending is inter- internal. Uh, uses hasn't been constant and hasn't really developed as planned. Uh, for some reason, the Avs never draft goalies. And since 95, only produced middle of the road tenders like Denis, Abisher, and Budai. Um, the solution, I'd take a flyer on Spencer Knight mm. or, or, or Varley. I don't even, I don't, they're not trading Varley. Are they the Islanders? There's no, uh, there's no way. That that's the best goalie tandem in the league. They would never. Bring he, and up. you know, with a Vargar, the way things are shifting with the card and uh, in Seattle, we might get yeah. Grubauer back. Oh, oof! Wow, imagine that. Uh, most of the big names mentioned in deals won't uh, come with Brit, big br- big price tags, and that's not going to work clearly. So, um, I I don't know. I don't think Varlamov is on the block, but and that's the other part of it. What's out there? Yeah, what is out there? Like goaltender Spencer it's, it's, Knight 
it got my ears perked up. Uh, is he even on the block? I don't think so. Uh, Madam Battleax, um, she talks about the game, um, but she said, I'm a little lost as to why Prasutov got pulled because when uh, Georgiev has horrible games, he stays in the whole game. That's true, um, but you know th- we've seen Georgiev kind of settle in and settle down and, and allow the team to work their way back. And like I said earlier, if Prozvitov, if the Avs never came back in that second, Prozvitov was going to be this was going to be his game to this, this was going to be Patrick Waugh, Montreal Canadiens. If if there was eight or nine goals put up, they're going to be all on him. Uh, but they came back, and I think he just felt like, you know, we're we're back in it. And then you're also, you know, if if Georgiev gave up, and he did give up, you know, three goals in the first, I it you know maybe they're not so confident to turn turn it over to Prozvatov to keep them in the game to get them back get them back in the game i'm i'm not confident really in either and honestly the to put your gift back in the game i also was surprised like you're calling in a guy on his day off so now going into this austin game if i worry about what he's going to look like but i mean to me i get why why bednar made that that move right there because if Georgiev just kept, or excuse me, if Prozvatov just kept letting in goals, his his forwards are just going to be like, dude, like we we worked our butts off to get us back in this game, and we got a goalie who's just Swiss cheese right now. So it it I he he had to make that move at that time. He had to. Either, Other situations. Either way, they still lost eight to four. Right. So. Yeah, it could have been yeah. ten to four. It could have been twelve to four. It's still and a lot bad. of it, you know, we we talked about the the penalty and stuff like that, which did not help. So, um, but no, Florida did what they had to do. Um, she gives a prediction. Uh, I'm still going with the Abs winning, but in a shootout. Mm-hmm. Uh, she just feels like they're going to fight back. Abs four to three, um, and that's the other thing. Like, you, I I haven't lost confidence no. in Georgiev. I haven't. In Georgiev, no, I, I had like because last year he played very well. This year it's been an up and down struggle, and if he's a pro, which clearly he is, let's see what he can do when his backup is against the wall. And it's it's been like that many times, and he he it, it it's kind of like still up in the air on how he follows things up, right? So let's see. Let let's just. I, I know people are throwing in the towel on him. To me, it's a little bit premature. Um, I'm not saying he's been good. He, he's he's been good and he's been bad. But I'm not I'm not just throwing you know uh, the talent on him because I I do I, I feel like I feel like he 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 just has that mentality. And when you hear him talk, like he's not happy about this, obviously. So I don't know. I just I just I, feel like he he can write this. I don't. I just have a, a vibe about it. It's you call it an up and down. It started out good, great. But it's been a step, it's been a step back, and it's now to sure. the point where, like I rattled off, like stats are starting to scream really loud. And when you're talking about a team top to bottom so talented, like it's hard to keep defending somebody who is honestly. I know you're. I know what he did last year, but mm-hmm. we're talking about this season. A goalie who is so average, and honestly, better goalies have been sent to the AHL this year because of their play. Just as Toronto, just as Carolina, like your goalies yeah. 
this has not been a good year for goalies. And will Yorgiev be that? If, unless he takes that step up, he might be another one at the end of the year. When you look at the year in review, he could be uh, another yeah. one of those goalies that just did not have a great year. And I just want to see him step up. I know he can, but right now he has not. Yeah, if, if anything, that's when the abs reevaluate this is at the end of the year. They'll, they'll see how it goes for the entirety of the year and then go from there. Um, Easton, he doesn't think the abs are going to win this game. He says they lose four to two, another sub 900 uh, percentage for, for Georgiev. He says goals by uh, Ryan Johansson. So here we go again. Uh, and then we're all going to think that he's, he's turned the corner and uh, Nachuskin. And then he also says, I hope my negativity triggers the opposite ah i like your thinking a little little reverse psychology there Easton. i like it um all right and that's usually when raijo scores raijo scores and losses because we all forget those games existed and we're like he hasn't scored a while you look back and last time he scored was a loss and we purged that from our memory (laughs) all right so we'll see how this thing goes um it's the ride continues kyle it's but despite it all where they're in the standings is just shocking so Ride the McKinnon wave, I guess. So let's, let's uh, ride. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Are we adopting that now? Uh, all right, everyone. That's going to wrap it up for today. Thank you for tuning in, making it your first listen of the day. Always appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow to discuss this uh, Bruins game and anything else that's going on in Avalanche Nation. So uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. He's Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Maselli. This is the Lockdown Avalanche Podcast. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Go, Abs, go!